the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday. Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. It's Friday, Sunday. What? It's Friday. Yeah, we made it. Somehow, some way, we made it. Ooh, cha. What a week it has been. We think we've had a rough week, babies. It, let me just tell y'all, it, 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 the, if you've had a rough week in any way, shape, or form, uh, just know that it's been better than Kevin McConnell's week, uh, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy's week. Uh, let's hope that that right there, by the way, was my slip showing because, as we say in the South, my Freudian slip, because I want both McCarthy and McConnell to hit the road, hoes, okay? Hit the road. Oh, excuse me. Hit the road, Joes, okay? Um, The fallout, though, from the removal from the eight brave Americans actually daring to do something that's never been done in the history of the United States, and that's actually remove a feckless, lying, corrupt Speaker of the House. They actually removed him. Something's never been done in the history of the United States. There was one time in the past, I think it was in 1810 or something, in which there was a motion to vacate uh, made, but the person survived. And that leads to tonight's discussion, which is the 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 efforts that have been uh, underway for years now to destroy MAGA have worked. MAGA is still surviving. So what's the next thing to do? Well, Hillary Clinton, as if the it, it, it's it's like the ghost of Joseph Stalin visited her in a dream and spoke to her and gave her an idea on how to finally squash MAGA. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Before I go any further, I got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Big in Before stature, we, yes, yeah, and personality, <laughs> and everything. You got some big fingered energy, my friend. Big fingered <laughs> energy. So I'm you got any plans? Wrong, that's why I'm always yeah. playing the wrong clip. <laughs> Do you have any uh, plans this weekend, my big thirteen foot riding bi- bicycle riding friend? No, I'm taking the short bike out, the one that's only nine feet. So uh, okay. <laughs> a little bicycle riding and some time with the friends and family. Uh, Pops needs some help with some IT stuff. So that, that's a good half a day. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fa- as long as I get time with my family and friends, then I'm good. I've, yeah. I get, and, and church on Sunday and then I'm re-energized for Monday. Well, busy weekend plan. Enjoy the weather. Um, apply the sunscreen, my dude. Yes, okay, it's going to be nice. Yes, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. And you, MAGA people, wherever you are, and hopefully you've got some good weather wherever you are, because Hillary Clinton's got got a game plan for y'all that may include you going under under lock and key somewhere devoid of any sunshine, because the desperation on the part of the uniparty system in order to restore control after these 18 Congress people dared to buck their party 
has been, I mean, the desperation, you can smell it. Okay. And speaking of stench, Hillary Clinton was interviewed by the once respected alleged, now alleged journalist, Christian Amanpour on CNN about the shocking turn of events in D.C. in which eight people jumped off the plantation and ran away and decided to seek freedom and decided to restore freedom and proper governance in D.C. What to do with the MAGA? Of course, you know that the blaming the MAGA movement on this and blaming Trump, they can't just blame Trump anymore. So now what's one of the things that's interesting is how they've shifted from just blaming Trump to actually blaming the MAGA movement and more people than just Trump. And the reason why they've got to extend it beyond Trump is because the efforts to destroy the MAGA movement by cutting off the head of the snake hasn't worked because they've been forced to realize the fact that MAGA is about a movement. It's not really about a man. He just put the fa- he put the face on it. He put the name to it. He tapped into what ailed this country. And the MAGA movement was not just Republicans. It was Democrats and independents. Nothing has worked. One of the ways that they're trying to go after MAGA now is that they see, don't listen to all the claims about chaos and infighting. No, 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 no. They know this was a major win for MAGA. And now they've got to, they've got to find a way to kill it off. So Hillary Clinton goes on with Christiane Amanpour, and she starts talking about how we used to have sanity in government. We used to have partisan peeps in government that used to be really strong for their sides. But what's happened is the sane part, look at the sane Republican she talks about that passed that continuing resolution to keep the government open. They're the good people, right? But we've got these extremists that are taking their marching orders from Trump. Now, what are we going to do about it? And here's what she had to say. Sticks, if you can play Hillary Clinton and her plan for MAGA. There wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those MAGA extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. Wow. When do they break from him? We've tried. We tried to destroy his credibility. By him having to defend himself against these civil cases, these criminal cases. I mean, they're so per, they're verklempt, completely verklempt. They have no idea what to do now that nothing has worked so far. They're, these people are cultists. We've been trying to destroy this movement and they're not going along with it. They're not going along with being dismantled. The only thing that we can do is to, quote, formally deprogram these people whose minds have been snatched by the newest David Koresh or who is the dude with the Kool-Aid down Jim in Jones Jim Jones. Yes, that's why I keep my dude sticks around. This is this is what they're uh, how far they're going. And let me tell you, she just said the quiet part out loud. And by the way, for all the DeSantis, and this is why, 
the, quote, DeSantis influencers from the Dave Rubens out there to the why anybody ever paid attention to this dude and calls himself a conservative who call, call themselves conservatives is beyond me. Uh, the um, Ann Coulter's, all the rest of them that and anybody who still listens to Ann Coulter, you know, why? Continuing, even today after Hillary Clinton came out and said this, they're still attacking Trump supporters as cultists. Because we're not going along because we dare to think for ourselves. Everything that they've accused us of is is projection, right? They're guilty of what they're accusing us of. It's the opposite. We're not cult members. We're not towing the line of the establishment. And every time the DeSantis supporters accuse us of being cult members, he just reminds us that he's truly the establishment candidate. But let's talk, get back to Hillary Clinton's comments. If Christiane Amanpour was even remotely credible, she wants Hillary Clinton wants to talk about credibility. Let's talk about the lack of credibility of Christiane Amanpour, who did not ask a follow up question. Um, So, Hillary, you talk about formal deprogramming. What does that mean? And what does formal mean versus informal deprogramming? Well, I think it means it's going to be the you know it's going to be like a scene out of Clockwork Orange. They're going to, you know, put, you know, keep your eyes open. They're going to force you to watch The View while wearing Birkenstocks and force <laughs> Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> that would be the informal version, right? The informal version. Actually, I think we've kind of had an informal version of the deprogramming in the form of cancel culture. All the attempts to throw Jan 6 defendants into a gulag and deny them bail for doing nothing more than walking inside after the Capitol Police ushered them in. That was a form of deprogramming. That was meant to send a message to us. Here's what's going to happen to you if you don't knock this crap off, if you don't refute Trump. This is all, by the way, classic Mao's revolution struggle session attempts. Uh, The deprogramming in the form of punishment and struggle sessions. Deprogramming already came informally in the form of cancel culture. If you didn't want to go along uh, or, or if you dared to say crap they didn't want you to say that you would be demonetized, deprogrammed, uh, deplatformed. Um, the cancel culture would come for you. That was all in, in formal deprogramming, and none of it worked. The lawfare attempts. The Kyle Rittenhouse case was about deprogramming. That was supposed to send a message to us. You stay inside your home when Black Lives Matter, when the Marxists are out destroying the cities. You're not supposed to be out there defending yourself. That's what the Kyle Rittenhouse case was about. So those are the informal types of deprogramming. So what would the next step be since none of that's worked? None of the lawfare attempts, none of the the Department of Justice showing up at people's doors because they spoke up at school board meetings. Remember the FBI showing up at a woman's home and she was gone and her mother was there babysitting for her and the FBI was like, where's your daughter? Because the daughter had been active in pro-life activities and they wanted to know her location. Those are all efforts to deprogram informally. So what would a formal deprogramming effort look like? Might look a little bit like the Jim Jones camps. Camps might look a little bit like the David Koresh camps. Because the reality is, is the cult leaders in this country are not Donald Trump. It's the state. It's the U.S. government. The formal deprogramming would have to come in the form of a camp somewhere. 
where you are formally subject to deprogramming. We also know within an informal, the informal um, deprogramming or formal deprogramming is taking place with our kids in, in indoctrination camps formerly known as schools. The formal deprogramming of the adults in this country will have to take place in official formal institutions. And I absolutely believe, not being hyperbolic, that if they, if we now have, as what was reported by Newsweek, the FBI coming up with the domestic terrorist code AAAVE for us, we know a bounty is put on our head for arrest. We know the Department of Justice has declared as a part of the counterterrorism program that we're the greatest threat of this country. You don't think that they would imprison us for deprogramming? When a judge refused to allow a Jan 6 defendant bail, he said it's because he believed, this judge believed, that the defendant still had a political had had a belief still harbored the belief that something happened unto something quote untoward happened in the election in 2020 so he kept him there until he changed his belief that's deprogramming in prison when another judge told an 18 year old defendant he was not going to give him bail because that meant that this 18 year old would go back to the home in which he was raised in Georgia with his parents who homeschooled him, that was deprogramming in prison. We're going to take a break and we come back. Let's continue the discussion because exactly what are they going to deprogram us from? Stay tuned. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Andrea K. Show. Boy, it escalated quickly, didn't it? Charlie Kirk pointed out that it wasn't that long ago where the, the de, calling us deplorables was something that. Took a, put a serious dent into Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2016. And now she's gone from calling us deplorables. The backlash against her for that was outrageous. It, it has gone quickly from that in seven years to her calling for the formal deprogramming of Trump supporters. And there's no backlash today at all from the legacy media. Christine, um, uh, Christiane Amapour didn't ask a follow-up question on it. Legacy media, what? What's to see here? This should shock the core of every American. It doesn't shock me because I know my Bible. So what do they want to deprogram us from? What are the thoughts? What are the beliefs? Now, mind you, the woman who claimed or who, who you know, floated this idea is the same woman who, for the entire term of President Trump's presidency, claimed that 2020 had been stolen from her. Yet we know that one of the beliefs they want to deprogram us from is the idea that you have the right to question the outcome of an election. And while we are being declared as MAGA, the greatest threat to this country and terrorist, it was Hillary Clinton, Frau Hillary, who was the butcher of Benghazi, who assisted in gun running weapons to terrorists in Syria, who denied 400 security requests after which four Americans died and others would have, but for a battle that took place on a rooftop for 13 hours and no help was sent their way. Who's the greatest threat to this country right now? It's the U.S. government. 
The idea that they would, that anybody, a former, and by the way, this is the same Secretary of State that Dana Perino, one week before that phony, crappy, stupid, non-debate recently, that Dana Perino went and kissed her big fat behind. That a former Secretary of State former presidential candidate, former first lady, would call for former deprogramming of the minds of Americans, should have Hillary Clinton shunned. People should be calling today for her to be deprogrammed. They should be saying, what the, huh? And what is it about MAGA that they think that we need to be deprogrammed from believing? That five-year-olds should not be sterilized for life and chemically castrated, and that children should have their genitals cut off? Is that what they want to deprogram us from? Do they want to deprogram us from the notion that our border should be secured? Do they want to deprogram us from the notion that it's okay to be white? Or do they want to deprogram us from the notion that Jesus is Lord? Because that's where this is going. I reported last night about a new EEOC rule that's coming your way to the workplace, to where now your, your religious beliefs will be criminalized and will be considered harassment if you refuse to use pronouns that some drag queen or some biological male demands of you because he's mentally unstable. This is where we're going. And we better be prepared to stand up against it right now. And where is our Republican Party? They're off hiding somewhere trying to figure out how they can get rid of Matt Gates and get him expelled from Congress and get Kevin McCarthy back in and remove the motion to vacate from the rules. That's what they're doing right now. The Republican Party would love for us to be deprogrammed. When we have an opportunity to completely take this country back, we're at a pivotal, pivotal point. And and how are they going to identify us before we get thrown into the deprogramming camp? We're going to have a big MAGA label put on our jackets as we go into winter. I want you to hear. I want you to hear from a Democrat voter. I don't know where he's from, given his accent. It's kind of, you might have to listen to it. And by the way, be sure to download our podcast because you might have to listen to this a couple of times for what he said. And I'm gonna, I, I plan to play this clip after I played a clip of Hillary Clinton talking about how Joe Biden, by every measure, has done a great job. I was going to play it, but quite frankly, I mean, why should I, why should I torture you anymore with listening to Hillary Clinton? You know the gaslighting on the American people as they try to tell you that Bidenomics is good for you and, and an open border and, and bringing in 10 million illegals and child traffickers and sex traffickers is absolutely great. It's moral. It's wonderful. And this is, this is the, how great multiculturalism is. I want you to listen to the Chicago voter sticks. Right, right now, Brandon Johnson and the Democrats are criminals. You're locking up guys from smoking and drugs and, and drug trafficking people for a CD. The drag government's doing it. Right now. We're going to sue the bosses. We're going to sue the Democrats as civilians because the civilians, the agents, represent the people they voted for. The agents. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sports agent. If I don't have represent my clients, they fire me. 
Yeah. It's time to fight. Don't let the Democrats have that stupid convention here next year. That's it. Enough's enough. All I see, right? All I see, right, is these citizens of Chicago marching to the gas chamber. Ever since these scumbags came across the point. Wow. I don't know where he's from, but he understands what's happening in the United States of America. He knows exactly what time of day is it. Isn't that what the cool kids say? In case you didn't understand what he was saying as he was screaming so passionately about what's happening to the residents of Chicago and by extension, this company country, as he's talking about the Democrats are criminals, how they are allowing, bringing in scumbags from other countries, trafficking children, trafficking drugs into this country. And that the Democrats should be sued for the criminals that they are. And that no Chicago should not allow them to have their Democrat convention there next year. And he said what the Democrat Party is doing is marching the citizens of Chicago to the gas chambers. I don't want to hear the difference between Nazism and communism. It's all about the subjugation of people under a centralized, totalitarian, fascist, authoritarian rule. And whether it's all of us or whether it's some of us and the rest of us are going to be slaughtered through genocide, it's evil. And that's what's happening in the United States of America. And it's time for every one of us to stand up. We got to stand up for ourselves and we've got to continue to put the pressure on our representatives in D.C. and tell every one of them that you want the entire citizens of this country to march to the gas chambers and we're not going we're going to take a break. If we come back, I'm going to shift gears. Talk to my buddy, Bob Walters, our education contributor. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, Friday night edition. Listen, I want to hear what y'all think about this Hillary Clinton and she was dead serious. Suggestion of formal deprogramming of MAGA voters. We have our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. I want to know if you agree with me as to what the plan is for formal deprogramming and what beliefs they want to deprogram out of our brains. I'm glad to have to, to get to shift away from that kind of because we know that deprogramming or programming of children's brains according to the left's agenda has been what's been going on in our schools we know that because bob walters has been bringing you guys all the scoop everything you need to know about shows about schools for years here on the andrea k show and he joins me now hey bob walters welcome back my my dear good to be here thank you all right. I, before we get into, um, hopefully you got some good news for me this week because I need it. Um, I've got to get your take on Hillary Clinton claiming that the solution has to, there has to be some formal deprogramming of the culty, the the MAGA cult followers. Oh, that's different from what Biden is wanting to put us all in jail. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're entitled to it our is. opinion and our thoughts. Yes. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Um, our thoughts have become criminalized and they ha- have the right now in their minds to um, to not just police our thoughts, but to correct our thoughts. So it's pretty frightening. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, we've it, it. Yeah, it's absolutely frightening. So give me some good news, my man. I got a fair amount in Escumba, Escumbia County in Alabama has 12 schools and they were rated at the bottom five, six percent in the state. Now they're among the top 10 and without any funds or increase in spending. Amazing. It happened because they got a new superintendent, a woman who was a former math teacher. She focused on the morale of the teachers and even hosted award events for teachers and students who began to improve. We are one has teachers and administrators moving in the same directions. She even created websites to allow parents to see how their kids are doing and put yard signs on the best performing kids. Wow. I love this story so much, Bob Walters. There's so much good here in this. It goes to show that the Democrats, you know, they always just want to pick your pockets for more taxpayer money and and nothing. Our schools are only getting worse. And it goes to show that. So it it proves that the issue in our schools isn't about money. And it also proves that positive reinforcement, whether it's teachers or whether it's on the part of the students, that's how you motivate. Whether we're talking about students or whether we're talking about employees or whether we're talking about, you know, a family member, ladies, y'all want your man to be doing more chores around the house. Think about ways to do some positive reinforcement. Right, Bob? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Bob wasn't liking that idea. Anyway, move on. (laughs) All right. Two private high schools are ranked among the best in California, according to a poll done by Netchi's 2024 Best School Survey. California's top three also ranked fifth, sixth, and seventh in the nation among 30,800 private schools. One of these is Fairmont Preparatory Academy in California. I don't know where Fairmont is. Is that up in like San Jose area? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Um, I think that people need to be looking into this Fairmount Prep School, Prep Academy, and see what's their curriculum. Um, uh, Yeah. So, you know, figure out what they're doing. What's the curriculum? I guarantee you it's academic based. I guarantee you the curriculum right there is not about teaching kids all day long to hate themselves because they're white. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Public school ban gets green light after appeals courts allows Texas to enforce their Reader's Act, which removes sexual transgender books not suitable for kids. That's good news. That's great news. Awesome. Yeah. And and it's and, and I actually I know you got this from law and crime. I don't like the term book ban because we're not banning books. The books are still available for people to buy. They're not age appropriate. And I really I mean, I have a lot of respect for law and crime. I watch a lot of their stuff on YouTube because y'all know I love my true crime stories. But but I, I'm a little disappointed. I guess my point is that law and crime network is using legally inaccurate terms. It, this is not a book ban. This is great news. And I'm glad you brought this story to us. I'm taking a little umbrage with Law and Crime Network for using a term that's not legally accurate, but but it's still good news. I'm taking that as a, as a happy win. You're entitled to do that. Okay. Parents showed up at a San Jose Board of Education meeting, which shocked the board. Hundreds demanded that the real education replace racism, lower standards, and sexualization of kids. School board president Rodriguez claimed that many were there from other areas, not in the district itself. And they were causing trouble by deliberate action. He said they planned to stick with the equity, inclusion, and belonging that they've had in the past. The parents' groups left, 
but said they would come back every night until the standards were changed in San Jose Board of Education. Wow, I love that. Of course, they're like, we don't know these people. These can't possibly be our local parents. It's got to be people being bussed in. But I love that these parents are like, no, we're going to keep hitting, hitting, hitting on you guys every day until yeah. you hear us. And so I love that. This is the kind of grassroots activism we need, Bob Walters. Love, love, love this story. It is. All right. Judges from the Sixth Circuit Court rule that the bans on transgender affirming care for youth is legal and can continue. This covers Tennessee and Kentucky, which is good. Good ruling. It's great. It's great. I mean, we should not be. Uh, Elon Musk had a quote um, that I that I screenshotted because I thought it was so great. It's a shame that we have to have these bans legally because it should be illegal for this to be done to children. Um, let me see if I can find his quote. Um, hang on, because it's really good. Okay, well, maybe I. No, um, let's see. Oh, here it is. He says any parent or doctor who sterilizes a child before they are a consenting adult should go to prison for life. That's the legis- legislation that we need on the books. Yep, I agree with you. Hopefully California right. may actually do it someday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. Then you got 3,360 book bans have been implemented in public schools so far this year, which is 33% higher than last year. So the removal That's of a books lot. Yeah, the removal of books that are not appropriate for kids is really taking off throughout the country. That's a lot of school districts. Yep, it That's is. a lot of school districts. That is phenomenal. Huzzah. All right, carry on. I'm loving all these good news. You got a bunch more for me? I got a couple more. According oh, to the New right. York Times, here, here in New York Times, believe it or not, children of married parents have a better outcome than those of single parents. 30% of all kids find themselves with one parent in this country, more than is true of any other country in the world. I didn't know that. Only 38% of black kids are living with married parents. But it says that children of married parents do a lot better in their outcome in school and in life. So... Well, I, yeah, and I, I'm thinking of this. You said, I think, um, oh, 30% of all kids only have one parent and yeah. only 30, 60, no, 72% of black kids have a single parent. Almost Correct. 80%. That man, when that, when, that, when the Democrats tar- targeted them back with their new society and and the welfare state, they aim to destroy the family and uh, in the black community, and they succeeded. And we look at this crime wave happening across this country today, and it's because of father, fatherlessness in the black community. And make no mistake, the crime wave happening in this country is largely the black community. I'm just going to say it, and I'm not going to back down yeah. from it because because it's the facts. It's so fact. uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's an absolute fact. fact. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. The Waukesha County Circuit Court in Wisconsin ruled that Kettle Moraine School District cannot keep parents from knowledge of their kids showing signs of transgender actions. This stems from action on a 12-year-old girl in Wisconsin where teachers allowed her to change her pronoun without parent knowledge or approval. And they rule that that's not proper. The parents have to be told. It's insane. It's, It's insane. 
You know, we have this going on over these pronouns because conservatives and Republicans took their eye off the ball with these schools and Planned Parenthood got in there. And then all this stuff about, you know, kids could just go and get an abortion and go talk to a nurse without parental knowledge. So it's been a slow creep. It feels like in some ways it's been overnight, but it really hasn't in terms of the attack on getting between children and parents. No, that's true. Okay, college crazies. The the L.A. Times or New York Times names U.K.'s Oxford University, United Kingdom's Oxford University, as the best in the world. But to our shock, it also held that U.S. had 19 of the top 30 in the world. This is a a New York Times saying this. China only has two. Europe and Canada only had one. So interesting. Wow. Yeah, I'd like to see the full list. Um, I mean, I don't know much about what's going on at Oxford. I think their debate, their debates that they have are pretty amazing. I, you know, I think it sounds like a great school, but I'm not surprised. Uh, the U.S. Uh, held. Uh, uh, um, I would have. Uh, there was a time in which we would have had all all thirty. Yeah, so that's I'm, true. You know, um, so the fact that we've only got 19 out of 30 now. Um, is disappointing. Um, I, I hope that Harvard isn't at all on the list because it is nothing but a commie pinko uh, playground. So I have zero I respect anymore for Harvard. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more college crazies with Bob Walters. So y'all don't go anywhere. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. We are continuing our discussion with education contributor Bob Walters. If you miss the last segment with him, you definitely want to download the podcast because he always breaks news here, stories I'm not hearing anywhere else about what's going on. As And, and it's really important as we highlight the negative stories so that we're aware and we can get active. Bob always brings great news stories, and we don't hear – that's something we're really not hearing at all in the news and because the left doesn't want you to know the ground that we've retaken in this game. So our, you can always get our, download, our podcast wherever you download your pods. Our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. I want to know your thoughts on Hillary Clinton's uh, formal deprogramming idea for MAGA. All right, Bob Walters, continue on, my friend. Okay. After years of pandemic declines, enrollment at California community colleges, all of a sudden they've risen by 8% in the past year. This is when all 116 colleges were combined in California. Interest in career-based programs are among the reasons for the for this upturn in college attendance at the community college level, plus lower costs versus the universities. This community career-based program, uh, Andrea, is something that they really started about a, a year ago. And they actually mm-hmm. take kids in and they teach them whatever specific job they want to do in their life. That's what they're taught. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the, yeah, at this point, I mean, these, you know, uh, these liberal arts degrees, you know, really, I mean, unless your plan is to go into the law or to go into med- medicine or, you know, physical therapy, speech therapy, education, there's there's a lot of good degrees that come out of, you know, your four year colleges and universities. Um, and the, everybody else needs to go to like a community college or a trade school and, and, and get an actual skill. Get an actual yeah. skill. Okay, then uh, 
Now students can hire or rent a mom or dad as needed. What? <laughs> what? It's called www.rentafriend.com. Two college kids caught drinking in excess had to meet with school officials. They had to bring their parents. But their parents were not involved with these boys. And, in fact, these boys are in their own way through school. So they hired parents to come and sit in the session, which satisfied the school, and they were allowed to continue to be enrolled. Isn't that amazing? This, well, yeah. I mean, I'm really fascinated by this story. Another story Bob Walters is bringing nobody else's reporting on. Um, I, I'm fascinated by this because this could have been just a way to, you know, check a box, pretend you've got parental involvement, but this could actually be a really good thing if the people that you're renting here actually play some kind of good role. So it's very clever, yeah. very clever idea. Something I never heard of before. Anyway, moving yeah. on, a university professor at Indiana, Indiana Purdue University posted a Christian privilege board and connected Christianity to systemic racism and white supremacy. That's terrible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? One of my oldest buds, Tricky, uh, Richard, we call him Tricky, went to Purdue. My friend Eve Nasby, Todd, you know Eve. She went to Purdue. Drew Brees. Uh, Orville Redenbacher, by the way. Um, started uh, his popcorn biz while he was at, at Indiana Purdue. Um, this is just really, really sad. Oh, really yeah, sad. it is. All right. This is interesting. The gulf in life expectancy between people with or without a degree has dramatically widened since 1990. Now there is an 8.5-year gap between those two groups of college kids living much longer than those who did not have college. You know, it's weird. Well, I, it may be not, because if we think about it, if kids aren't going to college, you know, you look at the homeless problem we have, and I see all these videos all over the place, and it's all these people in their 20s whacked out of their minds, right? Yeah. We've also, we've also, you know, we, you and I have talked many times about the left, you know, we need to increase in minimum wage. Well, you know, there, there's no amount, I, I mean, and, and Gavin Newsom just raised the minimum wage for fast food workers to $20 an hour. You cannot support yourself in California minimum wage. You can't. And so, you know, life expectancy is going to go down when you can't cover your bills, when you're hopeless, when you turn to drugs, when you're living on the streets because you can't afford a home, when you're forced to, to do back you know, backbreaking work, you know, um, yeah, it's all, it's all tied together. Absolutely. But I think in many ways it has to do with uh, the drug problem we got going on in this country or, uh, you know, we're also legalizing pot. Now people sitting around getting fat, smoking pot all day long. Yeah. That'll kill you <laughs> off quickly. That's true. Okay. Here's some bad news. Oh, no. As charter schools excel, the LA school district is making it harder for kids to get into one. It is a shame that since they focus mainly on minority kids in poor neighborhoods, LA passed a law which forbids use of most of their vacant school properties for charter schools, despite the new law, Proposition 39, which clearly urges districts to make such locations available for charter schools. So they're so they're they're not only fighting charter schools because they don't like it, they're actually in the course of that fight against charter schools, they're actually breaking the law. 
Correct. Because they're not. Yeah, because they're not using school locations that are vacant to provide decent educations for minority kids. If you're a Democrat listening to me, I mean, how does anybody keep voting Democrat? Although this is a story that nobody else is talking about as well. This is why we do these segments so people can understand what's happening out there and how the Democrats intentionally are destroying the education of minority uh, children. It's sad. All right. State of California just passed a new law aimed at reducing discipline options for students who engage in willful disobedience, this is one of the big reasons. <laughs> this is one of the big reasons teachers are resigning from their positions. Students cannot now be expelled or suspended for any such behavior up to the eighth grade, and it even covers kids that are in charter schools, not just public schools. That's pathetic. Wow. Yeah. No discipline on uh, kids yeah. that go screaming and yelling and beating up on the teacher, and it's there's no penalty. Right. No. Right. So we've got 38 percent of of um, black kids with a father in the home. We've got a crime wave across the country. I know. Let's contribute to that with having no discipline in the schools. We've only got a couple minutes left. And I know you've got some information you want to share about We the Kids. Yep. OK. Um, we the Kids uh, is a great organization, as I've said in the past. And the, you, people can look them up on we the kids dot U.S. But also. In order to help finance their situation, they've now joined forces with with uh, uh, Patriot Switch. They? Patriot Switch, which is part of uh, it's, it's an organization that allows you when you buy stuff from Metal uh, Metaluca, you can get a ten percent refund back as a donation to the charity. We the kids, and meantime, the prices you're paying at Metaluca for your your vitamins and your cleaning compounds, whatever else they sell, it's quite a, a wide variety of selling at Metaluca. Uh, it's really something parents should look up. Explore Metaluca, see what all they have, what opportunity there is for buying and at good prices, and then join Patriot Switch, which is uh, patriotswitch.us. We'll get you the information as how to become a, a, a donor to We the Kids everything for everything you buy from Metaluca. Can you spell Metaluca? Can you spell Metaluca? <laughs> M-E-L-A-L-E-U-C-A. Awesome. Metaluca. Well, Bob Walters, thank you for all you do. Love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Same to you, girl. Take care. All righty. Thank you, hon. All right. Now, I'm checking out because I'm, I'm heading off to have some fun this weekend. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.